It's nice out. Fifty degrees on. It was real. It is. It was real nice today. I, I thought about. Uh, I was a little nervous. I'm like, shoot, I don't know. A little too nice. This, this, that trick rather. Yeah, I was sizing up my motorcycle. I was like, Let me... <laughs> yeah, I had a uh, <laughs> around three o'clock. I was like, should I take the car? Or should I hop on this bike? But I figured if I hopped on the bike, I was gonna start doing some detouring, and I had to be in here to. Uh, I had a meeting before this meeting. And I had a bunch of stuff to do. Um, I have initiated the stuff for the young men. So I had to do some Zoom calls. I had to do uh, some meetings, learn about it. Yeah, it's been a, a very busy, a busy week. And it's only Tuesday, but busy is good. That means stuff rolling. I was going to say busy is always good, especially when it's production. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah, I can't. You have a lot of people that be busy and don't be doing nothing. <laughs> I can't, I can't but, hey, it. you busy and you being productive. Hey, I'm just saying. Let's go. Yes, Love it. It is a blessing. I'm sorry. What you asked me? Word of the day. My African queen. Uh, the word of the day is uh, um, which means having confidence in one's own worth or ability. Well, we're going to assume you said self esteem because you. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna fill in the blanks. We're gonna fill in the blanks and say self-esteem. <laughs> what oh, did you say, Rada? Oh, your wife I let I you get out. Self- I say self-esteem. <laughs> I was walking down the next way. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's that bootleg following her. That's that bootleg following her. Uh, or should I say the service? I ain't gonna say the phone. The yeah, service. Six plus. No, try, fine. try, try it again. Would you? Say? <laughs> word. What's the what's the word of the day, Rada? Self esteem. <laughs> there we go. Man, we, we gotta reread the no, definition. Going, I'm sorry, I was going down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> like, and when I I don't know. Like once it. Connect, disconnect from my house Wi-Fi and try to reconnect. It does, it always mess up. My bad, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we got on, we got to get some better towels over in Southeast. You know they always short us. You know, <laughs> you know, we, get that five, no we get that five G too. They working on six G. You know how they do us in the hood. Look, we still got four G over here. What they talking about? <laughs> get five G till they got six G. No, make no sense. We still gonna have four G when they get this <laughs> right. Well, I'm going. I'm trying to go back to the flip phone anyway. Like I say, Alexa and all that blowing me. I'm ready. To I ain't back. looking to it, but the little new little slip joint they got look a look a little all right. All right, yeah. yeah. I'm ready to limit my services because I ain't doing too much on these phones. I'm I'm feeling like an old man. Uh, how are you doing, Marie? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hey, Marie. 
my African sister, Queen. Hey, hey. <laughs> talented young lady. That's me. That's me. Say no. <laughs> it is you. Own it. Own it. What's 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 the deal today? Well, uh, you mind you mind bringing that word uh, of the day again? And Miss Loretta, since the first one was a little combobulated, now we know you finished, got your uh, your Wi-Fi back to the house Wi-Fi. Let's fill, let's fill in the blanks. Um, we're speaking on self-esteem. The word of the day was self-esteem. I'm sorry, say that again, Loretta? Self-esteem. Okay, cool. I got that in the text. That's right. Yes, ma'am. That's the uh, how did that how did that resonate with you? Self-esteem, Miss Marie. Say that again. How did that resonate with you? How do you uh, build your self-esteem? How do you? Is there uh, something that you do in the mornings, like a ritual, something you say, a quote, anything that you do to uh, increase your self-esteem? Well, that's funny because I don't have a high self-esteem, but I, I portray like I do, but I really don't. Okay. So I can't really say that um, I say, I, like I build myself up to be like, girl, you look good. Girl, you fine. Girl, you smart. Oh, you talented. No, I beat myself up hard. And Shamia can even tell you that, like, I'm pretty confident, you know, but I'm very hard on myself. Very, very hard on myself. So I can honestly say that I might have, like, I'm, I might have a low self esteem. Low key. I low key got a low self esteem. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, you know, I was always the only girl. So, um, like, you know, being the only girl with two brothers, it's like, oh my gosh, she's so cute, she's so cute. Yeah, I heard that all my life, you know? What do I feel it? Not really, you know. And um, it could be from past relationships or being friends with people that put you down sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, skin color. So it goes deep. So I don't know what level of self-esteem we're talking about, but mm. why do I always go first? And then I be talking crazy. And then I listen to everybody be like, oh my God, I'm crazy. Hmm. <laughs> not, not at all. Hopefully, that's not the. Uh, that's not the, the. Oh my God, I'm crazy now. Because um, going first is uh, yeah, self esteem. That what they say, the squeaky wheel get the oil. I definitely have self esteem issues, and that's with my looks, my work, my confidence, all that. And I don't need to, I don't need reassurance. You understand? But I don't know. It's just something in me, you know. I just don't feel like, you know, like even if I'm in a relationship, I'm like questioning, like, do we like me? Do we like skin girls? Do we really like skinny girls? You know, I'm just never sure. I'm never sure. I'm always questioning myself. I'm never sure. Even like, um, I used to do like weddings, and um, before I do the wedding, I will have a consultation with the bride. So that means. We already did the hair, but when the day come, I'm still like a little not sure. And it's like, well, you already did the hair. Why are you tripping? 
I just be having like anxiety, you know? Yes, ma'am. Uh, you critique you critique yourself often. Yes, now. yes, I'm hard on myself. I must say that. I'm gonna take that part, you know. I I I I, I understand that totally. I'm I can say I'm in a similar boat. Uh, do you know the the three types of self esteem? I didn't know that. Yeah, they are, they uh, classify in three uh, categories: either low, high, or inflated. You know, uh, the inflated people always think there's no they they're perfect, and it's nothing else that uh everybody yeah, they judge themselves off of other people's downfall. So you find people that you are in a better position then and then you rate yourself off of that. Uh, people with high self-esteem often critique themselves too, but they 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 find happiness in their accomplishments, but it's always room for growth. And uh, people with low self-esteem often say it and everything else, yeah, just uh, don't feel like can't get rights. Why me and uh, the just focus on the pity instead of appreciating appreciating what they have and the good and or be grateful, like being grateful for what you have. Exactly. And that because we can say like, oh, I'm so ugly, but if somebody walking around with one eye, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you got yeah. both of your eyes and you talk about something, you know? You're exactly. walking, you're breathing, you're walking, you're breathing. You're alive, you're healthy, your kids are good, you know? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I think, uh, who did I hear say, I believe it was Mike Epps in one of his uh, comedy shows. I believe it was him. Um, I felt, excuse me, when I was going through my little transition, uh, he was telling the story about uh, somebody with, wasn't necessarily self-esteem, it was problems. And he was saying, uh, if if we all got together and fucking like in a circle and everybody threw their problems on the ground, you can pretty much guarantee somebody to pick up your problems in a fucking hot beating lead ass. Like, yeah, like you just said, it's people with no eyes, it's people with yeah, the hair blown up. Yeah, the, the things that we wallow over sometimes are very minute and, and fixable and yeah we act like it's the end of the world and there's people out here with uh twice our problems and situations and everything and uh we don't have time to we don't take that time to appreciate what we have and our accomplishments and you are a very uh, talented, attractive woman, um, a black woman, yeah, self-sufficient woman. So yeah, you have a lot to be proud of. Um, yeah, doing a wonderful job with your son. Yeah, being responsible. Yeah, you 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 help a lot of people. You mentor. Yeah, you're a very caring and intelligent woman. So. Uh, yeah, we need to definitely work on some uh, self-esteem uh, 
exercises just to yeah, keep that keep that level of confidence in yourself running and operating at a, a sustainable level. Yeah, thank you. Thank you problem. so much. Thank you. It's so funny because my client is listening. And as you were talking, she put two thumbs up. Like, I agree. Like, I feel it sometimes. Well, it just feel like, like it's more to do out here. It's more to do. It's, I feel all over the place. How are you feeling all over the place? And then when it comes to me, I just be like, huh. Now, when I step out, I step out with my head up high. But deep down inside, I'm like a little punk. That's like really scared <laughs> but I, I will i will cancer like we be faking like we all right but then we go home and be crying our eyes out and, but to the outside world we want to fake like we just this tough person you know yeah uh, yeah i resonate with you not with the cancers because i told you the astrology uh that, that sets us in boxes and um stuff that we don't do when we read stuff about our signs we start to pick up on because thoughts become things so uh the people I, the people i deal with and i try to always don't limit yourself so yeah i try to tell people don't uh attach to those you know, the, the those labels break those barriers um your individual amongst anything or before anything your your individuality is what speaks out and what defines marie what's your wicked yeah, businesses in and let's get some yeah generate some more stuff going and yeah, you all do talented work you're all talented and uh yeah. let's keep it moving here yeah, the self-esteem part is a. Uh, is with somewhere we definitely need to start where we can find that room for growth and be in the position to uplift ourselves and not need that recognition from anybody else because it starts with self. Yeah, um, the more we pamper and respect ourselves, other people will have no choice but to do it. When we beat ourselves up, it makes it easier for others to do so. And we and others easier to accept others yeah, treatment. Yeah, when you when we yeah, if I if I disrespect myself, why wouldn't I let somebody else disrespect me? If I if I don't allow myself to do it, then I won't allow nobody else to do it. So yeah, we gotta find us a a nice little box, something we can wake up in the morning and say, damn I look good or Thank God for this. Yeah, I'm just glad, grateful. Yeah, some type of appreciation for. That's what I was gonna say. Like, what, 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 what could be the first step to boost your self-esteem? Like, because I mean, you you can hear from other people. That doesn't mean you feel it. You know, you can't really look in the mirror and be like, "Oh, I'm this, I'm that." And you don't feel it. Like, what, what can encourage you? Like, what can you do to say to stay focused and encouraging? motivating within yourself without hearing your friends say your parents or your boyfriend you know what i'm saying can i interject real quick please you know the one thing that i would like to share is um you know i feel as you know creative people as well as um empathic people you know there are 
energies within us of, you know, we have a higher expectation of ourselves, especially when it comes to our crafts and our talents. And I feel that that awareness to want to be great is what does motivate us and push us to be the best that we can. And I feel like when it comes down to esteem, you know, there's so many different things that can heighten that or disrupt that. And I feel that, you know, it comes along with, you know, self-awareness. It comes along with, you know, social pressures and standards. It comes along with like your own ego, as well as, you know, where you are in your relationship with self and where you want to go. And so I feel like for me, honestly, you know, I relate to, you know, a lot of the things that you were saying. And to be honest, I feel like it's only right to give ourselves the permission and to be okay with all three of those levels. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's times when, you know, it's not necessarily a good, healthy space to be in your lower self. But at the same time, in those places, there are things in which that if you pay attention or if you listen, you know, there are things that can, um, that's letting, it's almost like pain. Like pain is an indication that there's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So your lower self for me is just, you know, something that's indicating that, you know, there's something that's gaining more of your attention or needs more of your attention. And it's okay to be in a middle place and it's okay to be in a high place. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't give ourselves enough um, opportunity to just be in those places without judgment. You know what I'm saying? And I feel those self-judgments on ourselves can be so harsh and so, you know what I mean? It, it can take us to a place where we don't feel good enough. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily because that's how you think about yourself. It's more so that's the pressure you put on yourself to reach a certain expect self-expectation. And so for me, I just feel like I just want us to be able to accept all of our journey and not necessarily look at it and judge each moment or each place that we're at. But, you know, like we're talking about as far as being grateful and being, you know, appreciative that we have the ability to comprehend that. And we have a, a way in which that we can create balance. And I feel like that's really where esteem is or, or what esteem is. It's really the balance of just, you know, how you feel about yourself, you know, but also understanding that it's okay to know that there's room for growth. You know what I mean? So again, I feel like as creative people, we put so much pressure to meet the expectation. But I feel like there's also a difference for me now in a spiritual esteem than being in a worldly one. And I feel like the journey is the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where you have, you know, your high, your low, your middle and things like that. But there also is a different connection in which how you relate to self and how you relate to the world. And I think sometimes when we wanna be more of a spiritual self, you know, there's a lot of things that can come along with that, that, you know, has its own pressures and things like that. 
but I feel like, you know, in spiritual esteem, I feel like there's so much more of a of a self-awareness and a self-gratification and appreciation, you know, for who you are and how far you've come instead of understanding that I got to reach a goal. You know what I'm saying? And again, I feel like as uh, creative people, there's always a goal to meet. You know what I'm saying? And because we care about ourselves and we care about where we want to go, it's just the pressure to get there that can challenge how you feel about yourself because maybe you haven't yet reached your peak of where you want to go. But what I'm learning in meditation and spiritual understanding is that that peak really isn't a good thing. And, you know, that peak really isn't good either. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to come back down the mountain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't be high all the time. You know, so I feel like, again, you know, your journey of, you know, where you are and being able to recognize, you know, both, you know, I'm not going to say the good and the bad because I don't, you know, I'm challenging myself with that type of judgments, but, you know, in either place of where you are, I just feel that they're all important. And in order to be able to change something for the better, you have to recognize where you are. So I just wanted to share, you know what I'm saying, with you, Marie, that you're not by yourself at all. You know what I mean? And that- Thank I you. That and I think, you know, I'm sorry for interrupting. When no. you say the creative part, I, mm-hmm. now that I think about it, maybe because our jobs is, okay, when you say we creative people like hairstylists, makeup artists versus an accountant or, you know, our our job is based off people judging us. So when I finish, you got to judge it. So that's kind of like, they can make you, like you can walk in the room like, yes, I own it. But somebody still have to judge you. So yeah. that's another reason why, like, it's kind of hard to be so confident when you're not sure what the person is really going to say, you know? I think also, and yes, exactly. Like, it'd be times when I'll be on, like, a movie set or film or something. I get that same pressure, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, my goodness, like, I know I'm good at what I'm going to do, but am I really about to bang this out? You know what I'm saying? And then when you look at your job or you look at your work you did, you look at it and be like, damn, I did do that, but... Like, damn, okay, if I maybe if I used a different liner or if I would have did a different color or, you know what I'm saying, would it have been better? So it's just like I said, I, I feel like that drive to want to be your best, you know what I'm saying? It, it brings upon those things. But at the same time, I feel like what we do as a, as a talent, you know, is we create a form of self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? For those who are in our chairs, you know what I'm saying? The time in which that we spend with our clients, it's like a psychological thing. You know what I'm saying? We're therapists. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we feel so many hats, you know what I mean? Because we're giving ourselves and our talent. We're giving, you know what I'm saying? We're giving the things that God has blessed us with. And we're sharing that, you know what I'm saying? Amongst, you know, our people. And it's only you know, a natural thing to kind of have a moment of, did I really do my best? Like, did I really just knock that out? And I think the thing about it is that the beautiful thing about what we do, and honestly, it's actually the 
reason why I kind of changed what or how I was doing my crafts is because I had to be careful, especially in the entertainment industry. There's such a superficial, you know what I'm saying? Like esteem. It's like when sometimes when those girls come in, they might be extra high manic or they're just this and that, you know, all of that. You know, it's just so many different attitudes. But then you also had the ones who don't necessarily feel like they're the it girl, the main girl or whatever. But then the moment you put her makeup on, you do her hair, you know, you get her dressed, you know, it's like she evolves into this, you know what I'm saying? Like something else, you know what I'm saying? And then she started being like, hey, like I do feel good. I do look good, you know? And then that resonates to where she starts feeling, you know, great about herself. And for me, I didn't, I love that until I realized that it was only a superficial moment. What's she going to feel like when she take it off? What is she going to feel like when she take her makeup off? You know what I'm saying? I wanted the things that I, the moment that I had with my clients, I didn't want it to want it to be on a superficial level. I wanted them to, you know, their esteem to, you know, be captivated all the time, not just when they put some lashes on or you know, when they got some work done or whatever. And when I started to realize that I didn't really love the craft anymore, like I was, you know what I'm saying? Because I realized that it was just a temporary thing. Like when she get home, like she gonna go right back to how she was feeling. You know what I'm saying? So for me and my craft and how I started to transition, again, those pressures for me, like what you're talking about, I just looked at it and I was just like, it has to be more, you know what I mean? And I, I really want to be able to have that long lasting effect, you know, and give that when I do my work, you know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to share with you that you're not by yourself. And then I think oh, we thank all you. go through that. It's, funny, it's just funny you say that. I think, I think makeup can mess up with your self Yes, it can. <laughs> Okay. Let me give an example. I have a friend. We've been talking for like seven months or whatever. I don't know if he's seen me without makeup. I don't look that bad without makeup, but I got like dark circles around my eyes. Sorry, Mike, this is a girl thing. But anyway, so when I go there at night, I wear makeup. She cute without makeup, y'all. <laughs> but what's crazy is that. in the morning, all the makeup be gone. And he's still, and I be feeling so weird. Like, oh my God. Like, like for example, today he popped up at my job and I'm like, oh. <gasps> I ain't had no lip gloss on. I ain't had my dark circles was exposed. I'm like, oh my God. And you're looking at me like, girl, is that deep? But I think makeup can mess with your self-esteem. What do you ladies think? I absolutely know it can. And that's why, yeah. like I said, I've I've moved into a different transition in my life where not just for my clients, but I wanted to feel different. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to understand, you know, I feel like, again, as women, societal pressures, it's like, you know, and it's one thing I wanted to tell you, Marie, is that, you know, a lot of people feel how you feel. They just wouldn't be that honest. And so I commend you for your honesty. To, to oh, really okay. Because I'll be thinking, I'll be sounding crazy. Like, I'm being too honest, you know? You can't listen. <laughs> I think that's a lot of people is afraid to be honest. Oh, right. You can never be too honest. Okay, I was just, I knew. <laughs> You'll be surprised. 
how many people love when people are transparent because they feel like they're alone with their situation. So when someone else opens up their mouth and say, you know what, I feel this way, me too, that helps someone else who's already in that place. So when you being transparent, don't ever stop because that's something that I've learned along the way, especially with me gaining my self-esteem in every aspect of my life. I learned that me opening up and speaking to people, telling people about who I am, what I've done, where I come from, how I feel, it's healing not only for me, it's healing for them as well. And I agree with you guys because we are in such a judgmental um, um, craft that a lot of times people get so caught up in what we're doing, making people beautiful, that some people who come to get beautiful, sometimes they don't feel beautiful before they come or they only feel beautiful when they leave. But if our, if my, anytime someone comes to in my chair, when I did my business plan, I had to, um, you have to come up with all of these different things. And one of the things I put up in my business plan is for, a stylist is just no one. She's not just your stylist. She is your confidant. She's your therapist. She's your minister. She's your doctor. You, we have to become all of these things when we are um, giving services to these people because you write them all at the end of the day. Once they get beautified and once they get home, I know everybody done this, especially when you're doing here. The moment they sit in your chair, they get their hair done, they cute, they fly. Mm-hmm. They leave their hats, they scarves, they leave everything behind because they're so geeked about how they look at that moment, you know. But when when it when it all said and done, and you have to get back home, you gotta take that wig off. You gotta, you know, you have to take that makeup off. And reality gets to set in. But I feel like as long as we're doing our part when they're in that chair, motivating them, encouraging them, um, you know, showing them transparency, Marie. Um, letting them know that they're not alone and then just letting them know that they're, that they're beautiful. Like, you know, talk to them because we have to be all of that to them. And like I say, it not only helps their self-esteem, it helps yours as well because you're speaking life into them. And then therefore you're giving life to yourself and you're speaking life over yourself and words have power. And the more you reiterate that to them, each time they come, um, they they get they begin to feel like that. They get to listen, and they will come to you for different things. And so that's just something that I have learned over time because I I am my worst enemy. I mean, I know I can criticize the heck out of myself because I'm always in the public. I'm always not in the public eye, but I'm always put in a place to where I have to um, be public, whether it's doing hair. Um whether it's um, doing, um, um, when it comes to singing in my ministry, things like that, I, I am like my own worst critic. I can't, I'd be so afraid of people judging me, even people just looking at me, like, what are they going to say? <laughs> like, I feel like, and I'd be like, oh, uh-uh, I don't like the way I did this. I don't like the way I did that. But people may be like, oh, my God, you did an amazing job. So I definitely could understand that because I will criticize the heck out of myself. And even though I can I can talk and speak life into myself, it's still that anxiety in me that be like, girl, you know you did this wrong. You know you did that wrong. So I completely understand that because 
it's hard. It's hard when you're trying to not only um, please others, but um, yeah, we're pleasing yourselves. It's hard to try to even please ourselves because we criticize ourselves so much. So um, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. We're coming from the. Uh... What's your wicked It's hard being a woman. One question. Yes, ma'am. What level, at what level of confidence do you become conceited? Uh, He's saying all that. Now I can be walking around like, oh, I'm all that. I'm all believe that. your own lies, girl. I I'm think, all that. I'm all that. <laughs> if, that's what, if that's what it takes to, it's nothing wrong with saying you're all that if you're not comparing yourself to somebody else. I got you. Don't say. So comparing. Yeah, I don't say I know I'm I'm skinny because I'm I'm smaller than you. How fuck yeah, people try to find don't if you're comparing yourself to somebody that is you know is below your benchmark. If you yeah, if you're if you have if you're comparing yourself to the old you uh if you're in that mirror looking at you and don't look at the person beside you and say, I'm pretty cause she ugly as shit. Yeah, like it's, it's nothing wrong with self-love, self-repair, self, yeah, that, that taking, yeah, don't, don't keep saying me, 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 but you're judging me off of the person next to you real, realistically. I'm pretty because I look better than her or I got more than him or something like that. As long as you keep it strictly on self I think that is uh, a fine level of conceitedness where you're not, uh, empowerment should not belittle somebody else. As long as you're empowering yourself, that is fine, but you should not have to bring somebody else down to feel better because that is not really empowering, that's belittling. So as long as you keep your self-integrity with your confidence, I think it's, it's, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with uh, appreciating the work you put in. If you put in that work to look beautiful, to have your body this way, if you eat right, if you think right, if you exercise, flaunt it. Yeah, don't, don't just be a step above somebody else and then, yeah, yeah, you know when you own it. And that's part of seeing yourself how you see yourself and how others see you. That's being also that self-reflection with self-esteem. I'm, I'm here. I'm not just looking in the mirror. I am that mirror. I see everything, not just what I want to see. Yeah. And that should be the you know, where I see I'm having an off day. Um, I had to go through this myself with uh, uh, men do the same thing as far as critiquing. Um, no matter how, yeah, I, I'm my biggest my biggest critic as well, and. Uh, it's easy, I say, when men have the 
the pride and the ego and the masculine, uh, it's it's harder for it's not harder, but you see how all the women just complimented each woman on here. You really don't get that much uh, praise and stuff from from man to man because of the masculinity factor. You can't you can't tell a man you're successful, you're a handsome man, something 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 without a somebody who's less confident calling you suspect gay every time when I, I finally cracked, like I had to hit rock bottom and build myself all the way back up um, to where as though I lost everything. Uh, I've always had to fight for, how did I get that girl? Like, yeah, every because of my background was so messed up, everything I had was always questioned. Um, and uh, I didn't have that self-love. So that made me lose and, and not value stuff. So the girl, like I said, when I had the girl I wanted, it was why is she with me? Because I didn't feel like uh, I had enough to, um, like Marie said, keep her satisfied or anything else. Yeah, it was my, uh, that I have enough money. Cause yeah, with all of the, competition when you have yeah, it with, with that worth yeah i value her more than i value myself is where i went wrong at so i had to uh i say uh disassociate with everything and learn that self-love and self-appreciation nothing i had was enough yeah i could have fifty thousand and 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 be worried about everybody who had more than me and not being appreciative for the stuff I had. So I always took risks to get more thinking what I had wasn't good enough. The woman wasn't good enough. This wasn't, or did I deserve these things? So it always ended up to me losing them because I didn't have that self-esteem to appreciate it and to appreciate my worth. And uh, once I got on the uh, spiritual level and um, I took the good and bad out of it. So yeah, I, I was thankful for the bad stuff that happened to me. I was thankful for the good stuff that happened to me. I was thankful for so much uh, the small things and and just focusing on self. Like uh, just take that time to look in the mirror. Like you said, you're harder on yourself than that man, Marie. Yeah, like I said, he, he 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 loves you. That once once I know that's when I look in the mirror, I be feeling so weird. I don't think I see what people see. Right, that's why you got to. I don't think time. I see because I don't know. It's just I don't, especially lately too. I just be like, I don't know. I like I, I the older I get, um, I feel like I mastered the art of looking good, like on myself. Like when I was younger, I didn't know no better. Ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about. I wear like blue eyeshadow, red lipstick, hair all the way down, curl every piece of hair. But the older I am, I know that less is more. So I don't have to do that much. You know, so I kind of got that now, like maybe like two years ago, I got it now that 
I don't gotta do all that to stand out. Like you could just wear something black and your hair be straight and you still beautiful. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have curly hair. You don't have to have six inch heels. You know, but I don't think I mastered it from the inside. Well, good evening, uh, my African sister, Miss Dee. How are you? Hey, everyone. I'm sorry I'm late. I'm um I'm over my son's father's house helping him, and we just came back from the school. Glad to see you. Uh, how's everything going tonight? Everything's fine. Just um, like I said, just came back and from the store. I looked at the time. I was like, oh, the seven. Go curve, baby. Go curve. <laughs> hey, girl. How was that? Hey, weather? everyone. Hey, how's everyone? You're doing wonderful. Talking about uh, self-esteem and uh. Women's beauty, natural beauty, and some hair care. You say you guys are talking about self-esteem? Yes, ma'am. That's the word of the day. Uh, well, for my for my life, life lifeline, you know, I had my share. It's like when I had my daughter, I had to kind of put on my big girl's on because I had a daughter. And I didn't want her to see like that that weak side, as you may say. So I I felt like I had to step it up because when I was younger, I felt like you know, mine was a little bit lower than what it is way like way lower than what it is now. But now that I got older, it's like I I became confident within myself and know who I am. Can't nobody basically like I don't let nobody tell me nothing. Call me big head if you want. But yeah. So where did your self-esteem come from? Just yourself? Or how did you how did you develop it? Um, just like like I said, me just knowing who I am, like and accepting my own flaws and stuff that I want that ones that I didn't like about myself. Like the stuff I didn't like about myself is what I like about myself now because I know that's what makes me DD. So it's like I had to accept everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty. So once I accepted it all, it was like, who who can tell you something if you already accepted it about yourself? So I don't care what nobody else say because I already know what I what it is and I accept it. So what you say, which whoever say don't make no difference. I just had it. Except my good and my bad. So on days when your self-esteem is low, how do you pull that back up? Oh, I beat my face or do my hair. <laughs> yes, honey. Beat that face, honey. I'm sorry. The face is beat right now. What y'all talking about? Okay. Okay. Yeah, see? <laughs> Look, 50 degree day, she go get her head face beat and then she come to dope curves an hour late. We see it. We see you. I like no, I did, a, I did a video today. That's why it's beat though. I see that. I see her, period. Why you trying to the camera off? Put it back, girl. Yes, period. <laughs> 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 you so crazy. You, you beat that face. Don't yeah, don't yeah. we don't want to see we don't want to see no little uh DD baby n- number threes or three or fours because yeah, because you and baby, no, baby like, not all day. We're not doing that. 
Yeah, I see. Yeah, everything looking good. I see you got the eyes, the lashes. <laughs> yes, that looks good. Thank you. It's you over for them. Them. It's it's over. Over. but it looks good. Thank you. It's over for them. <laughs> Thank you. Calling. Thank you. Thank you. Some was out. Didi out here doing videos. That's what's up. <laughs> As, as was up, we are the self-esteem part is definitely it starts with self. Um, yeah, the more you do for yourself, for the the easier it is for other people. When you feel beautiful, people can see that, and that energy, I say, radiates. Um, you wake up and feel yeah, feel like you need something or you're missing something. Predators can smell that. Yeah, I say it's smell blood, smell fear, smell confidence the same way. Um, like, um, it's me again. Like with me, I feel like honestly, I don't know myself. Why? Because um, the last relationship I was in, like the twelve, it was a twelve-year relationship. You know, I just put the relationship first before putting myself first. So now that I'm by myself, I'm like kind of lost. I work a lot. I'm, I'm doing my mother duties. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I don't have time for myself. So somebody can come to me and be like, what do you like about yourself? I, I wouldn't even know what to say. I wouldn't even know what to say. You know? Yeah, I like the fact that I work hard. I'm a hustler, but I don't like it, really. I wish I had a nine to five and off on the weekends. You know? I like being my own boss, but whatever. You know, um, yeah. So that's what I think I need to work on. Like, like y'all say, self-esteem comes with self. So if you love yourself, I do love myself, but I, I'm I'm kind of lost in the sauce right now. Like I'm all over the place. You know, and that's I don't know, just a weird feeling. But at least I know it. You know, I think the first step that told you that told me at an AA meeting. Mom just when I went to an AA meeting. But the first step is to admit the problem. Season. I know I know the problem. Now, do I know how to fix it? You know what I'm saying? I can't even tell you that. Um, do I look for love in the wrong directions? Maybe. Do I detect when somebody's playing with me or if they're real? I don't know. You know, somebody can be loving me the whole time. I think they're playing me. If somebody can be playing me the whole time, I think they love me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? being insecure too it's just weird it's weird it's a weird feeling is that a reflection of you if they playing you or if they loving you i don't even know i don't know i don't know the difference as long as you true as long as you true to the relationship and to yourself you don't let nobody else's problem yeah affect you if you walk if you walk in and walk away knowing that you were true and you did all you can do to the best of your abilities. Yeah, it's not really, I don't think that's our job to play detective. I think it's our job to yeah protect that, yeah, protect your sanity and safety. I say, yeah, health reasons and everything else. I say that is a big trust that we put in our partner. But when, when things go south, we cannot say uh, if I if I put in my all 
then you should walk away with the same confidence and, and know that's that person's loss instead yeah. of yourself. Yeah, at the end of the day, if he if he lost you, and like I say, he lost you, yeah, don't, don't lose yourself. It's easy, I say it's easier said than done, but uh, yeah, I say it all comes with that self-repair, the, the worrying if he being real, if he like you in the morning, as long as you like yourself, yeah, the, the day he questions that, right, that's his problem. Like I say, because I say, wow, yeah, beautiful, creative, talented, everything. So yeah, that some things are a waste of a questions, uh, and that is he was asking, what can you do? Change those questions up. Uh, that was one of my problems of how I kept that negativity in my, I said these last five years, I went through a hell of a journey. You were saying an AA meeting, I, um, I think 2015, I said, I, I lost, I think I lost my last 18,000 and ended up with all the dope fiends and shit. I ended up turning myself into PIW and I ain't fucking, yeah, just to just to learn how to, because I, I was so low. I felt so low, no matter how much money I had, I always felt broke. Because that's, it, how, I, that's how I feel. I'm, yeah. I, I always feel broke. Yeah, I just had to have that redundancy. So it was like, uh, I always worried about what would happen to me. So I had to have two cars, two apartments, this amount of money. And when my shit went bad, shit went real bad. And then I, I couldn't because it was so easy to get back up these little temporary up highs and lows. I had to go all the way down and build myself back up on a spiritual level and appreciate the smallest things. And, and I've been yeah, slowly repairing myself since then. And I can, I can say thank you. And for the small, yeah, that just helps me wake up and appreciate Breathing, waking up, having a shirt on my back. Uh, yeah, just the, the position I am, I know it's people with less than. And, and I know I can be, yeah, even if I, yeah, whatever happens today, I'm appreciative for it. I'm going to take the bad with the good because I know it's somebody less fortunate. But no, Mike, I had it, what you said, I had to go through that myself because. If I got a point, I was just trying to, when I'm in a relationship, I was just trying to please. Like, I was always the one that was compromising or trying to, you know, be the biggest person. But it's like, now where my head is at, if you can't, like, I'm not, I'm not, don't get me wrong when I say, when I say this, I'm not going to break my back or try to be that person for somebody else if they're not being that person for me. Both it has to be on both ends because I'm not going to give nobody my all, and then if I'm not being given the same thing, so it's like, and that follow like my the self esteem part because it's like when you when you feel some type of way about yourself, it's like you accept you you just take anything in my eyes because you feel like you're not worthy or you try to hold on to whatever a little bit of attention that you are getting from somebody else. So 
It's like you just settling on that. It's like I had to start with myself and understand that the way I am, that's how God wanted me to be. And everything is per- everything God created is perfect. If I'm not perfect for you, you ain't the one for me. That's how I feel about that. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so, if you, ma'am, let's say we have all the confidence and everything in beauty and self-esteem, how does that, uh, when things, other areas in our life aren't going as well as our exterior, how does that uh, affect our self-esteem? Uh, like when, uh, like we say, relationships and parenting, uh, when things don't go well, say, like you say, I, I am the, I'm a beautiful woman, I'm a successful, I'm, yeah, for our careers, everything is going good, and something within our house is in shambles, how does that affect our self-esteem? Like, damn, I got all this shit together, but my kids ain't listening or like uh I was saying to Marie, oh, um my dude just cheated on me. I'm I'm yeah, I'm all this and this dude fucking played with me. Or oh, how do we keep our self-esteem intact when things around us are not intact? You just gotta remember who you are. Everybody's gonna have trials and tribulations you know, in their life, but you just gotta know, like, that don't define you, what you're going through, and once you understand that, it's like, you're not gonna have no worries, because I feel like, like with me, from the, like, the last meeting, I mean, not the last meeting, but like, the one where I was crying the last time and I like I had to literally look at myself and just like tell myself like whatever somebody whatever you like you feel about yourself just keep thinking about yourself the way God thinks about you and even if you're going through if you're going through whatever that don't mean like you know, that's, and because you're going through a situation, everybody goes through a situation, you don't let that situation define you. And you just have to make lemon out of lemonade. Like, you can't just let that defeat you. You got to keep pushing and don't like. And my thing is, like, I was telling Loretta, my, my issues stem from stuff from childhood. And I feel like I need to talk to my older brother because I got this from my 600 pound life because like when the you know when they're fat they have to go they have to stem to like where the trauma came in and then whoever caused the trauma they have to like go even though they they did the person that caused the trauma they they may have been mean to cause the trauma but it's like the way you took it so it's like you have to talk to that person and tell that person how you feel and then so you can let go of that and then be your uh, your better self because sometimes it's like stuff that you don't even think that bothers you that actually does bother bothers you. So you just have to talk about it. 
Am I making sense? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, yeah. For sure. I agree. Because, like, people deal with um, trauma, people get molested, all that stuff, and they grow up, they don't say nothing. And then it, it's affecting them. They turn into rebels. They do this, they do that. They're mad at their parents, you know? But um, you have to talk about it in order to... You need help. Like, who need therapy? Sometimes our kids need therapy. We don't even know it, you know? Um, like, one of my friends is going through it. Um, and she told me that when I was going through my breakup, she was going through things, too. She just never said nothing. And then now she's like, I feel like I'm ready to explode because I just wasn't saying nothing. I wasn't saying that. Now I don't even want to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because while you were telling me your problems, I just wanted to take it in and give you advice. I needed advice, too. So when you don't talk about stuff, you know, at the end, you just blow up. And everybody looking at you like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's wrong with her? You know, it's okay to be open and, you know, talk about stuff without people looking at you like, eh, I'm judging you. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I say that um, just like uh, in the self-esteem, and I, I am very, I'm successful in, in helping so many people around me, uh, children, uh, people like this, but uh, in my co-parenting, I don't have a lot of success. Uh, like I'm around so many children with my coaching and, and mentoring. And when my, I have a daughter that, uh, I'm unable to see, and um, I said when I speak on it like that relationship, uh, it, it, it really gets to me because I don't have the uh, yeah the, that self esteem comes in where you can those touchy situations easily remind me of. What's your witch like what am I doing wrong? Like. Like, and I have to constantly tell myself it's not me because uh, situations and platforms like this. Um, What's your witch yeah, it, 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 Just a question, yeah, like, damn, like still what, am, yeah, what, part, what piece am I missing that, that she's not seeing? that you still holding, keeping my daughter away and everything else like here, yeah, the gambling, the street shit, all that's gone and I'm still. So I feel like, uh, you know, Didi spoke on that in regards to, you know, just remembering and connecting in those moments to uh, a higher consciousness or, or God or, you know, just higher power. Because I feel like when you <clears throat> remember that there's something greater or that you've already come through, you know, other places or, you know, that you've been in your life. I feel like, you know, it's just, we have to remind ourselves that at that time, it's just a moment, you know what I mean? And I feel like you have to dedicate the time and the energy to one, decide that you want to be better 
you want to feel better because I feel like, you know, in that moment, in that decision, that can determine how you move. Because if you decide that you want to stay in a low place or you can't get out of that low place, then that's really the decision that you make and that's where you stay. Or it's harder for you to elevate, you know. So I feel like it's first in the decision of, you know, where do you want to go from this point? Like I said, to ex- to understand and to accept and to acknowledge, well, to acknowledge where you are, I feel like that's a great step because in order to have the ability to understand where you are, now you have a place to make a decision. And then I feel like the next place is to, you know, how do you want to feel? You know, what, you know, what does that look like? And then I feel like, again, it's just relating to the fact that, you know, there's so something so much greater to, that has created you, that has delivered you, you know what I'm saying, on so many occasions, so many different, you know, uh, times in your life, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like essentially with the work, you will get out of the space that you're in. It may not be immediately. It may not be, you know what I'm saying, the time that you want to. But I feel like, again, it goes back to those judgments. It goes back to that pressure. It goes back to, you know, all of those things of reaching this, you know, uh, ideal of yourself. And so I just feel like, you know, we should just, again, be a lot more, what's the word, Um, not gentler, but like, I don't even know what's the word, but a lot more um, at ease with ourselves and what we're going through and what's going on, you know, because I think a lot of the times we look at other, we have a false interpretation or perception of other people or other people's lives, just like what you said, Mike, we could, you know what I'm saying, what Mike F said, you don't really realize how good you got it until you face with a much more turbulent situation and you willing to you know exchange what you going through at the moment for something else so I feel like you know what Marie was talking about as far as like you know her personal attachment to her dark circle I feel like you know a part of those things that we or flaws that we feel we have we gotta love those things about ourselves you know what I'm saying like love the things that we feel are our problematic things or our flaws or the things we wish we could change that necessarily aesthetically we can't you know what I mean or it would you know take some certain type of procedure or whatever like that to you know change the dynamic of it but I feel like you know the true thing is just to fall in love with exactly who you are because I feel like that truly makes a difference and can challenge those moments where we can be very judgmental and hard on ourselves. So I just feel like it's a journey, you know? What's your wicked journey? Yes, ma'am. What's your wicked journey? I just want to say real quick with well, Marie, what you were talking about, to be honest with you, I would rather be in a, a circle full of truthful, honest crazies than a room full of liar and manipulators. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we have such a wolf idea of what crazy is 
You know, it goes back to, you know, the biblical stance of, you know, at certain times, you know, truth will become, you know what I'm saying? The truth will become lies and lies will become truth in regards to just the transition of things. And I feel like, you know, a lot of what we're experiencing on a worldly level, you know, as far as like uh, a lot of the conditions we're in or what we're seeing, it can definitely manifest it will be a, a test to that so you know I would just you know say with again what you were saying Marie is you're not crazy you're just crazy enough to be honest you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't have that ability they don't have that um transparency in that heart to really speak from their truth and I feel like so much we get caught up in other people's lives of what they manipulate themselves to be or have or do or whatever that sometimes that can jeopardize how we think and how we feel about ourselves because we're believing their lies you know what I'm saying I feel like being honest and open and truthful is more powerful than you know so I just wanted to tell you that you're not crazy, girl. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. So I have a question, too. You know, coming from a world where colorism is, you know, the main, like, like you know, being dark-skinned, growing up, I used to hear stuff like, um, I don't talk to dark-skinned girls, but I talk to you. Oh, you're cute to be dark-skinned. So things like that also mess with my self-esteem. Growing up, I I appreciate my chocolate man. You know what I'm saying? Now I know, oh, I'm somebody. But back then, it was just like being dark-skinned was not the thing to be. You understand what I'm saying? So I do understand what you're saying. And the first step to the road, like we'll be the first step to the to me loving myself a little more like what would I need to do like I don't need confirmation from nobody I don't want to I don't want to hear from nobody like what would I need to do within myself to feel but like I, feel like I love myself with, with healing you know what I'm saying because to speak on that for real you know what I'm saying I feel like in our own ways in our in our community you know no matter what shade you are you know you you feel like and it's unfortunate in our community because and all, and I can't speak for everyone, but I know for me, you know, I went through a a, a feeling of um, not being good enough as well because it's like you're light enough, you know what I'm saying, but you don't pass for white, you know what I'm saying, to have that color of protection. And then in my own community, I'm not dark enough you know what I'm saying, to be considered, you know, authentic or African or, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, uh, I had a girlfriend of mine years ago and we were talking about just challenges and what we were going through. And she was um, a darker tone than I was or am. And, you know, she said, you light-skinned, what type of problems you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you ain't going through nothing like I'm going through something. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's hard because to accept my, 
it was hard for me to accept, uh, uh, accept my position in our community because it's like, you know, never really having or, or feeling as if I fit because you know my brown it's like being in the middle it's like you was in the but, middle yeah. but it, it it really honestly wasn't a middle because it was like I wasn't good enough for either you know what I mean and my biggest thing was that you know I feel like sometimes I, I felt like being light-skinned was a bad thing too because I feel like you know women that I admired and that I look up to or just, you know, resonate with just being in my community, I was judged for that too. It's just, oh, you light skin, you got you gotta be, you know, a B word, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you think you cute, you know, it was just all of those different, you know, judgments. And I was just like, I'm so far from the perception of what you think I am that so many, you know, young girls wouldn't be friends with me you know what I'm saying like for example I was when I was younger I was a tomboy you know my my life allowed was like love and basketball you know what I'm saying where the girls would be like oh you know the only time she really wanted to talk to you was because you was around the boys you know what I'm saying and for me it was like you know I would jump fences my biggest thing was I didn't want to be called last in a game of you know what I'm saying, or running or whatever like that, you know, so a lot of the time, you know, girls in my, you know, in our community would, wouldn't talk to me, because they felt, oh, she, you know, they automatically presumed I had this, you know, higher confidence, you know what I'm saying? Like, they do all that, like, oh, she, yeah, she like, you know, she like talk to her, because she, you know, right, and it was, that hurt my feelings a lot, because I was just like, if only you really understood that I can't change the skin that I'm in, but I also can't change the way that you view me because of our historical challenges within our community. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, colorism is such a thing that exists within us or, or not within us, but amongst our society and community that we don't necessarily talk about. But at the same time, I never want anyone in our community to feel as if that a certain tone of skin dictates, you know, a, a better existence. But I understand what you're talking about because, you know, I've heard many of you know, uh, young ladies would be like, oh, you know, they they wouldn't feel attractive because of their chocolate. You know what I'm saying? They felt like they had to be vanilla, you know, to have a young man, you know, find them attractive and things like that. And that actually, you know, hurts me. It hurts my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that those types of notions and I mean, your preference is your preference you know what I'm saying but at the same time I feel that it goes deeper you know within our roots and our systematic oppression that really speak to that and keep it going and because we don't necessarily address it amongst ourselves and we don't nip it in the bud amongst ourselves it's something that continues to perpetuate and I feel like you know it's something that it goes back to the esteem thing where I feel like, you know, we all have, or oh, I can't speak for all, but I, for some of us or many of us, 
You know, we deal with underlying traumas that we haven't necessarily healed from. And I think definitely colorism is one of those things that may be an underlying factor to some of the pain that we feel. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you for saying that, you know what I'm saying, and speaking on that, because I feel, again, there's such a um, misconception. You know what I mean? Because I feel at the end of the day, we are women and we all go through the same thing. It just may be at a different time or maybe just a different journey or a different way in which that we're affected by it. But I absolutely feel that no matter what our skin tone is, you know, for me, I just want to tell you that you are beautiful. And, you know, you may say, and I keep hearing you say that you don't need the recognition and you possibly don't need it, but I feel that it is absolutely necessary to have. You know, it, I feel that it's moments and times where, you know, you need to hear that you're special and you're beautiful and you're necessary and you're exactly, you know, how God made you to be. You know what I'm saying? And that is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, where you start is just, for me right now, just acknowledging the fact that someone acknowledges you for exactly how God created you to be. And that is absolutely beautiful. And I love your skin tone. I, I, I love the chocolate. To kind of piggyback on myself. But it's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. I feel like it's hard. Like you can hear it, hear it, hear it. What if you don't feel it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just tough. Like I'm trying to, I don't know. I think I think it's the whole breakup thing and like people telling me ain't nothing out there. And I, I don't like right now I just feel like going under a rock and hide sometimes. Like, I don't know. You know, I, I know That's a normal experience. That's a normal thing. And I don't want you to feel like you by yourself and how you feel. And that you, you know what I'm saying? It's just you. You, it isn't. Every, everything that you're feeling, the, I can't say exactly, you know, from your experience or from your mouth, what you're feeling. But I just want to encourage you and let you know that your breakthrough of however you're feeling is waiting for you, you know what I'm saying? This is just the time right now for you to truly just ask the right questions. And the fact that you're asking these questions, the fact that you're wanting to know, the fact that you're craving for this, I feel that you will soon have your answers. You know what I'm saying? Because you, I hope again, so. I don't think that it's on a, I don't think that this is more, I just feel like we're just all in a place of rediscovery. You know what I'm saying? And discovering the love and the beauty of ourselves. And I feel like, again, where you are, you know, don't put so much pressure. You know what I'm saying? It's easier said than done because I put pressure on myself. You feel what I'm saying? So I just want you to know that where you are is normal and it's natural. And I commend you, you know, for acknowledging, you know, where you are. But I just want to also encourage you 
that and motivate you and inspire you that you know everything that you need is within yourself everything that you desire you know you already have and God has equipped you with everything you know what I'm saying in order to break through the barriers that you may be facing and I just want you to understand that it's only temporary thank you so much Oh, that made me feel so good. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be in this group. I completely understand where you're coming from because, you know, we both chocolate, chocolate chip girls. So I had my little experience with the red world, but it's like, like Simone said, I had my one good red bone friend, like her name was Shantika because I had a real bad experience with a red girl. Because we actually work in the beauty, I mean, the beauty salon, and me and this girl named Dominique, we were both shaped the same exact way. I said I was dark skin, she was light skin. Like we were shaped the exact same way. Like it was crazy. And her mother always held her up on like a pedestal. And like when I started working in the salon, and they saw me, it's like, oh, a dark skin girl built like her, pretty, and all this stuff. So it was like straight hate. Abby saying straight hate. So I really didn't care for life thing, girls. I just, as soon as I see a Ray Brown, oh, she thinks she's cute. Uh-uh. But my friend Shantika is like, she was like, girl, I don't care about that. She was like, Didi, I wish I was your color for real. Because when I go outside, my face turned red and I don't like that. And like, she was my only Ray Brown friend. Like, and that she just made me open my ass like to like a different world of Ray girls because I really did not like them because of that one experience. So it's like, you can't really judge people for one experience. You're just like a whole, I'm not going to say race, but like a whole shade of of black of a one experience that you have with one person because everybody may not be like that. So, but I definitely understand where you're coming from because I do not like y'all tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it comes with healing. Yeah, once you can. Once you can like no, but I, you know, to speak on that, it's like, and I, I just, like, I appreciate y'all for again like being honest with that you know what I'm saying because that's a a trauma in my life you know what I'm saying as when I go back and we talking about this it's like that hits on you know things where I didn't feel like I was good enough you know what I'm saying it it hurt my self-esteem sometimes because I would see you know girls that I would want to be friends with or I would see girls that you know I would want to interact with and there was so much, you know, hate or just, you know what I'm saying? Like so many different things that I kind of went through with that, that it, it played on my self-esteem because I felt like I wasn't good enough for my own community. Like I didn't feel like I fit anywhere because like I said, I wasn't light enough to be white. You feel what I'm saying? Or, or have that type of experience. And then it was like, I wasn't good enough for my own community either. You know what I'm saying? So it caused me to uh, to shy away and kind of be uh, introverted when that really wasn't my personality. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I wanted to, I didn't want to be too confident because that will prove everybody right. You know what I'm saying? Of their thought process or, or perception of, you know, who I was or who I could be. But then it was like, it was almost like I didn't know who to be or what to be or what that really meant, you know, at such a young age, because it was just like, there was really no place for me, you know, and it really created a sense of like low esteem, 
because I was like, well, you know, who like it, it, it just kind of I was very sensitive and I was very friendly, you know, so it was like kind of going through those things. It just really hurt me because I was just like, wow, like I can't apologize for the skin I'm in, but I can definitely be a good person. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, I never really in certain times with certain individuals, I never really got that opportunity because it was always the, you know, thought process of, you know, oh, well, I don't want to be friends with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when we're talking about, you know, traumas and healing and things like that, you know, again, as we're talking about that, I forgot how much that really, you know, played a part in how I didn't feel good enough. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely share in your, not necessarily your experience, but I do share in the similarity of low self-esteem um, when trying to rise to the expectation of our peers and, you know, our community of just fitting in and being good enough. What's up with you, Yes, yes, uh... Let me throw something in there. Like, I had a friend, and we still friends. She's she used to crop me out of pictures. Like, we would take a picture and then she would crop me out because I was the only dark-skinned girl. And she did it like four times. Okay. And if you see her now, and she looked, anyway, we went to Miami <laughs> together, right? She was like, let's go get a tan. Oh, Marie, you don't need to come. What is wrong with her? Like, I, I don't like drama, so I'm not about to call you out. But I peep it, you know? So after a while, she was like, let's take a picture. I used to be like, no, nah, I'm good. She's like, why? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll take the picture for y'all. Like, after a while, even my other friend was like, you know, did we crop you out? Like, Shorty cropped you out the picture. She did it like three times. And then when I looked, I was like, oh, I'm the darkest one. I guess it was like off. I was off. So she called herself doing me a favor. Like, oh, you know, you was kind of off. You know, tall, dark skin. It's like these short, light skin girls. So we, I just cropped you out. Yeah, that man. was so mean. We never know everybody's, yeah, uh, what they went through from childhood all the way on up, because I say it's some deep seated issues that we all carry. And if we haven't had that, I say that, that's where we can get that, uh, those childhood traumas addressed and out. Yeah, that shit definitely carries on into our adulthood. Um, I just want to thank everybody. And I just want to you know, in our moment of being um, honest about our, uh, our trials or our flaws or however we want to justify them or call them, I just want to take a moment and just let you guys know that I find you all beautiful. And I'm so thankful for all of our Thank opportunities you. to have this moment and all the other moments that we have had to learn each other, know each other, be around each other. And I just feel like outside of the existential parameters of physical, I just want to say that we are all a part of something greater, a part of something much higher than ourselves that we could even manifest in our brains and our human minds. And so I just want to thank everybody on a cosmic level um, 
that I just, you know, I pray for us all. And I just want to just say I appreciate y'all. And I absolutely find us all beautiful.